0: Hey everyone, I'm Chris Hall and you're listening to the Downtime Podcast, where we delve deep into the gravity-based side of mountain biking. This is a short special episode, so I'm going to keep the intro short too. The episode is supported by the awesome We Are One composites, who are making great carbon wheels in Kamloops in Canada. I've been on their wheels for three years and I love them. As a downtime listener, We Are One are very generously offering you 15% off all stock wheels and their depackaged bar and stem for the month of January. All you need to do is use the code 2021 here we go at the checkout over on wheel That's 2021 here we go, all one word, all lowercase. I'd love it if you subscribe to the show and subscribe to my newsletter, which you can do at downtimepodcast.com forward slash subscribe. If you want to get your hands on some lovely organic merch, you can find that at downtimepodcast.com forward slash shop. I'd also love it if you give me a follow on Facebook and Instagram where I'm at Downtime Podcast. All right, Joan Borelli is back to let us know about his team setup for 2021. Yohan has been focused on the environment for a good while now, and you can really see how he's applied that to his chosen partners for 2021 and beyond. It's definitely a different approach and one that Yohan is stoked about. So without further ado, here's Joan Borelli. Joan Borelli, welcome back for part two of our 2021 New Year's chat. How's it going?
1: I'm great. And you, Chris?
0: Yeah, really good. Thank you. And looking forward to finding out more about your plans so yeah
1: dun, dun, let's, um, dun, dun, let's dun. just
0: wind <laughs> back a little bit so that when we recorded the last episode together which was kind of april 2020 yeah i think you mentioned then that the majority of your contracts were up for renewal at the end of the year at the end of 2020 mm-hmm. and we clearly not had a whole lot of racing going on and, and you'd made the decision to step away from that scene at least for a period of time has that made things like hard for you? How's it gone putting together a package for 2021?
1: No, it, it actually, well, it's, it's always hard, you know, like transferring, uh, trying to find new sponsors and stuff is always, it's always hard. Or even renewing sponsors, sometimes it's always, uh, it's really stressful in the career of an athlete. And that's, uh, that's almost, uh, how do you say, you can't avoid it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's part of the journey. So every every year, every 2 years, every 3 years if you are lucky, it's always really stressful and uh, but it's uh, but it's great. And when you yeah, when, when you're looking for new new things, it's 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 a really big journey and uh, and it's actually pretty pleasant when everything starts to work out and link together. It's uh, it's amazing.
0: Awesome. Yeah. What did you want to achieve with your 2021 setup? Because last time we spoke, you were, I guess, becoming sort of increasingly aware of the environmental challenges of being an enduro racer and what that means and and looking at ways of kind of improving your footprint, at least. Like, what did you, yeah, what did you try and set out to to achieve?
1: So, yeah, we t- we talked about this kind of unbalance that I was feeling you know with all these years of racing and stuff and traveling the world and you know like it was it was very uh, it was very tough so in march with uh, when we were starting to to go to racing, we actually uh, organized with the eWS to you know like garbage pickups at the races and stuff like that to make it a little bit more uh, meaningful to travel the yeah. world but to do something good with the community in the country that we are going to visit. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, having everybody together and do, do something that's really, uh, that's really meaningful more than just going to race our bikes. And, um, so that was the first step. And, you know, like talking about the environment is always, um, like it's always, it's, it's great and we need to address the issues. But at some point you, well, I felt that I needed to actually do more and I needed to, to actually make some, some big changes. With the bike industry, and uh, and I basically needed to uh, to walk the talk, mm-hmm. so that's what I did.
0: Excellent. And what <laughs> so what has that turned into? Tell tell us a bit about what your setup's going to look like, who you're working with, and and how that's come together.
1: So, like it was it was funny because I started to do some research pretty early pretty early in 2020 and uh, so may june that's when i really started to to do some research about bikes and who is kind of environmentally engaged who is doing the effort who is trying to do the effort because you like when you when you go in this journey perfection doesn't exist and it, it will yeah. never exist really and i think what you need to 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 achieve is better you need to be better every day and Mm -hmm. and finding brands that are not perfect because nobody's perfect and we are actually in you know like we are in an industry so we are creating products we are selling products so there is an impact always and we can't avoid that we are in 2021 and that's the way we live right now so we need to to accept that and but there is like we can make it kind of more seamless i say Mm-hmm. And make it a little bit better in in uh, in a bunch of different aspects. So okay. my my um, my research where okay brands that are environmentally oriented uh, brands that are in North America and to to limit the, the carbon footprint. There is nothing with making bikes and parts in uh, in China or Taiwan. You know they have they have a really big knowledge, but I think that right now we are just doing that too much, and we need mm-hmm. to. We need to basically balance back a little bit everything. So, creating bikes in North America, creating bikes in Europe. I think it's it. We need to bring back this knowledge that we that we know how to do that. And I think that for me was was more important uh, to to limit a little bit the, the carbon footprint here. So, yeah. did some research. There is actually quite a bit of brands that are based in North America for me, and um, but one already stood out, and uh, it's Guerrilla Gravity. Uh-huh. <laughs> Guerrilla Gravity and they all uh, it's it's a complete different process of making bikes that's it's not carbon it's not aluminum it's called revved. and uh, and it's it's a different process of making it's it's some sort of a carbon um, but it's 100% recyclable which carbon isn't they recycle all the, the scraps or making frames they recycle them they remelt them in the frames it's it's uh and they are completely engaged in that the whole process is uh was super intriguing for me and i was like wow so we had the first meeting uh went super well they were actually super pumped to uh to get in touch with me uh and i had like a bunch of questions i was like okay so what's uh, the carbon footprint of a revved frame one of your frame guerrilla gravity versus uh a carbon frame made in Taiwan versus an aluminum frame being be, being made in Taiwan. And we did all these, this research with them and it, you know, everything was, you know, like PIM, there was a, a box ticked. The carbon footprint was way lower, like by mm-hmm. a lot. Um, I can have all these numbers and I think I'm going to post them on social media because we have all the data. So I will cool. actually post some stuff about that. So if people are more, uh, are more interested. Um, and then, uh, and in my head, I had this vision also that we don't need to really change bikes every year or every two years because of like five millimeter longer or five five degree or half of a degree slacker. You know, like mm-hmm. all these little things that people don't really feel much. And it's just like a, a marketing thing, which is that's the world we live in right now. And we need to also go for that. And, uh, and at some point, everybody needs to leave. But again, there is a balance to that. And with Gigi Guerrilla Gravity, they have this concept where you can actually tweak your bike. You can change the reach. You can go from a 120-millimeter bike to 165-millimeter bike without changing the front triangle, without changing the chain stay. You just change the seat stay, the shock, and, of course, the fork if you have a big change. But you keep the same bike, which was, for me, was like, wow, this is actually the the dream bike for me because they are really <laughs> not pushing people to buy, like, multiple bikes and stuff like that. And to just change a little part, like it, it's a really reasonable cost, and you compl- you have a complete different setup. Like it takes yeah. half an hour to change everything, pam, 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 and you have a different bike. Pretty, pretty crazy. So yeah, it's really cool. So every you know like every step they were kind of ticking boxes. And I was like, okay, well now we have to test this thing. Like how how does he ride really? So mm-hmm. I got a bike and um uh, Did did some testing, like pretty pretty intense stuff, uh, back to back testing, really going fast under the clock, and and what I felt right away was something that I've never that I've never felt before on a bike, and I think that's kind of the the material that they use, like the revved this revved technology, really kind of absorbs all the vibrations like it's kind of yeah. it's kind of really really interesting and it really makes your writing super smooth you know like it's really it's it's quite of a like again you know like I went from like bunch of different brands and that was the first time that I really felt that and I was like wow the, the material is actually uh, it's it's not it's not common it's something that I've never uh, never felt and we've Timing and results. The bike was actually super fast, like really fast. So <laughs> I was like, "Wow, this is uh, okay." Well, right now we are kind of ticking all the boxes.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like it's and it's um, and you, since the beginning, you know, like the, the relationship that I that we were establishing in between Will, which is the is uh, the CEO Matt, which is the is also part of the the creation of, of Guerrilla Gravity, and is the engineer. Uh, Marshall, Liz at the marketing department, uh, Justin the designer, like we had all this your team at the OEM like I'm, I'm in contact with all these people and and the relationship that we are creating is is just amazing and I like right away like I, I felt like at home with this with his brand, with these people and I really see a, a huge potential with this brand, like I really see a huge potential they have ride bikes they are concerned about the right things and uh and the, the price point is pretty rad as well so it, yeah i don't see uh i don't see how a brand like that could not uh, could not work in the future
0: excellent that's really good to hear yeah i've seen there like it's a modular frame platform basically isn't it so you okay. can convert one bike to the other with some small changes and i guess you that that gives you Some adjustability to play with. You don't necessarily need to run it as a stock model. You can tweak reach, head angle,
1: those kind of things to suit your style, right? Exactly. So you can really tweak the bike the way the way you want. And there is also this uh, adjustable headset that you can also modify. And and on that we we are working on like um, a little system right now. I can't I can't really tell much about that, but Mm -hmm. it will. uh, It's in like testing phase but yeah. but that can actually uh make a normal bike become like a race machine a winning machine <laughs> so it's it's super uh, and it's super exciting and and matt the, the the engineer is is completely on board with that and is not scared which is also like what's really magical with working with a with a smaller company is that they it's really easy to make changes you know, like it's it's really easy for them to be like okay well we're going to try something. Boom, they make it, machines, flap, send it to me, we test. It's super, uh, awesome. super easy. Really, really yeah. interesting.
0: Yeah, very different scale to previous people
1: you've ridden for, right? Totally, yeah, yeah, totally. Well, giant? Giant is one of the giant is probably the leading. I don't know if they are still, but it was the leading uh, bike brand in the world at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if they still are to now like you know like a really smaller upcoming brand which is uh which is really it's really fulfilling. And you know they, they listen they listen to the feedbacks. I have a lot of things to learn from them. I have a lot of things to learn from the the material that they use. There's a lot of new things that are that are coming out. I can't talk much about that as well. Everything's gonna be released early this year as well, like step by step. But they, there is a lot of uh, lot of cool projects that I'm involved with, and they really, uh, yeah, they're really, uh, they really believe in me, and I believe in them, and it's it's uh, it's I'm pumped, I'm super pumped.
0: Brilliant. And so, who else are you going to be working with? There's some other North American brands on the on the roster. Yeah?
1: So SRAM, of course, SRAM Rockshox. Um, mm-hmm. So SRAM Rockshox is, you know, I've been riding with SRAM Rockshox for. Eight years now
0: uh-huh.
1: eight years and and leaving them leaving them is not an option like I have this really strong relationship with them and uh and I love working with them you know the, the stuff that they make is actually is pretty badass suspensions are on point uh all the drivetrain brake system is is totally uh, totally working well and i and I love that and uh, and so sram SRAM of course is is part of my uh, my sponsor and I and I, yeah, I just love the, love the relationship that we have. Um, different thing is the uh, industry nine for wheels. And what really appealed to me with industry nine is the same, is that everything is made in the States. So it's right here and they can, it's aluminum. They recycle things as well. Uh, when you receive wheels, the packaging is actually pretty insane. It's just <laughs> it's it's pretty cool. And, uh, no, I, I love, I love their products. That's the same. You know, at first, when you try something, you're always kind of nervous. You're like, okay, how is that going to feel? Is it strong enough? Is it, you know, but then you do testing. And then when everything starts to click in, you're like, holy shit, this is a, this is an amazing product. And then one of the first thing, well, I did a bunch of filming already with, with Gigi and all my new partners. We already did four videos. Wow. (laughs) I've been, I've been a busy guy. (laughs) yeah we did four videos they're going to come out uh pretty soon and uh and it was the same thing you know like sometimes i was casing jumps and stuff and i always like check my rear wheel and the rear wheel was still fucking straight and i was like fuck <laughs> <hell>. this is- <laughs> this is amazing and, and
0: uh are you, are you using their carbon wheels or aluminium no, aluminium okay
1: yeah, yeah i ride their uh i ride their alloy, alloy rim I, n- I haven't tried the carbons yet mm. uh but yeah i'm going uh I think there's there's a little thing uh, there's something coming soon well coming soon with GG and all my partners I I don't say anything yet but uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: there's a
1: lot there's a lot of things that I can't really talk about right now <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh no it's cool I'm uh again I'm super I'm super excited <laughs> the re- nice. same the relationship is uh, the relationship with industry nine is uh, is amazing Burke is is a is the marketing the marketing person over there the athlete person and uh and is uh, is a really cool dude and we uh we, have, uh we have we have some cool projects on the go and we we're pretty stoked it's pretty cool nice yeah nice uh
0: who who else we got
1: over uh, over partner for cockpit and grips is uh, PNW. nice p n w they make they make really right stuff as well and same we have uh we have a cool little project together. We really are gonna try to push something that that really uh, resonates in me. And yeah, same. We have uh, we have some cool stuff on the go. So basically, like this year, I'm really like yeah, I really feel like you know, like working tight with these brands. There is there is a lot of things that are gonna happen. That's why I feel like my career is is really. Like it's really stunning. Like it's uh, it, on a different aspect, you know. Like we we really are going to work together with, like, you know, the marketing department and the, the sales department as well. Like it's going to be a new way, I think, a new relationship in between athletes and brands. And I think that that it's a little bit a little bit of a test for me, and it's also a little bit of a risk because some of the brands, you know, like there's a financial aspect when you go to smaller mm-hmm. brands, there's, it's not the same salary as some huge brands. It's, like, it's completely different, but yeah. there is, there is also another way of compensation. So it's, it's a little bit of a test. We're going to see how everything goes. And, and it's something that we can actually replicate and really introduce over brands and riders, you know, different ways to work together.
0: Yeah, not, just, kind
1: of not just like taking a paycheck in the in the beginning of the year and then see ya. And, uh, <laughs> And it doesn't feel good for anybody. You know, like you don't yeah. feel really included. You don't feel uh, that you are really doing anything for the brand. It's kind of like, I think it's a loss, you know, in in some ways for the athlete and for the brand. And I think that by, by doing this approach, we are all going to work together and, uh, and it's more fulfilling for everybody.
0: Yeah. Is this the first time you feel like you've had the opportunity
1: to help brands grow and develop? Well, no, yes and no. But we, for example, with Commensal, so Commensal Global was, it, you know, it was already quite, it's growing and it's quite big. But when I went to, when I went with Commensal, for example, they just were starting Commonsal Canada and they, they based themselves in Squamish. So I basically saw the evolution and the growth of Commensal Canada, which was pretty, which was pretty cool to see and to be part of. So there has been with with a lot of brands there has been that, um, with some other less. For example, Giant, I, did, I wasn't part of the the growth of Giant. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, but with with Comencal, for example, yes. With Hutchinson Tires, I'm I'm going to continue my my uh, partnership with Hutchinson Tires. Uh, they are based in France. The tires that I use, I may are made in France as well. They really build specific tires for me and uh and the relationship with them as well is really going well and i i really want to you know like show that these tires are in my opinion some of the the best tires that you can find the compound everything is really uh is really good like you can race super fast you can go fast you don't get flat tires i never ride with tire insert in my in my tires anymore and um and i i really love this product and so we same. We're gonna make that growth and grow in North America and see how see how that goes.
0: Excellent. So yeah, you've put together quite a little group of brands. Then it's nice to see that like there's so much now coming out of North America that you can put together a fair amount of what you need without having to go too far overseas. I mean, there's some stuff that you're very much limited on choice, right?
1: Totally, and then and then you know there is some little um, like some even smaller brands like North Shore Billet. North Shore Billet is a is a company based in uh, in Whistler, <laughs> and they they all they all do like machinery products, so head stem caps, stems, uh, like uh, brake adapters, bunch of little like chain rings, stuff like that, and this. So I'm gonna I'm gonna work with them as well, and we again we have some cool. Cool stuff on the go that are coming soon, and uh, you know, like working with with s- smaller brands like that, you really are in touch with like the soul of the brand, and the relationship is just amazing. You know, like you just you just go, you pop up, you say hi, you see a little bit what they are doing. They they ask like it's really it's really cool. Like I'm really uh, I'm really pumped with with working with smaller smaller brand in some way and trusting them they trust me and we 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 are all gonna we are all gonna grow it's good
0: yeah it's good and do, do you feel like that's released some of that pressure you were feeling that unbalance kind of from the environmental side of things
1: totally in so in some ways because you know like as i was saying like i think that in the world we live in right now we have to adapt ourselves with all the things that we are doing already. Like I, you know, like for example, there is that the, the gas, the, um, the oil industry. And right now everybody is kind of pointing the finger at the oil industry. Well, it's bad and we need to go to electric and stuff like that. But I, I think that, you know, like if we completely change, we, we, we leave the oil thing and then we go completely in the, the electric direction, like creating batteries and stuff we are going to face some other issues. Like we're going to have to take like a lot of cold cobalt and all this kind of shit. And it's a, it's a nasty project. You know, it's really toxic. It's bad for the environment. Like it's, it's really chilly. shitty. So I think, you know, like we just need, there is some things that we do too much, some things that we don't do at all. And we just need to readjust and balance things out. And I think that the the world is actually going to be a way better place. So. Right now, for me to reorientate myself, how do you say that? Reorient, reorient, yeah, yeah reorient.
0: Reor- yeah,
1: reorient, myself a little bit and be like more conscious of the brands that I'm going to work with, like being more based in North America. And you know, like I already just by doing that, the carbon footprint is is actually uh, way lower. And by racing a little bit less, uh, picking up a little bit the events that I'm going to do. Of course, I'm going to travel. Of course, my family is in France. Of course, I'm going to go in the plane at some point and travel to Europe to maybe do a race, to see my family. Of course, I'm going to do that because that's, that's the world we live on. But too much of that is too much. So you really need to... We really need to be like, okay, well, we, we have to do all these things, but just kind of balance things a little bit.
0: Yeah. And do, do you feel like... You're done uh, with the sort of environmental side of your day job, I suppose, or do you feel like you're going to continue to work on that? Are there projects that you've got, not just on the riding side, but on the environmental side, with some of these brands?
1: No, no, I I think we are just at the beginning. (laughs) Good. I think we are just uh, we are just starting. I'm not uh, I'm not done at all. For example, you know, like right now there is there is a, the clothing industry, for example, is very uh like it's it's uh actually I think one of the worst in the, for the environment. The clothing industry is actually super nasty. And and with with the you know like the, the mountain bike apparel as well is is not uh like it is actually included in that. And for me right now, there was uh like there's Dakine are of making a lot of efforts in, in this in this side of things and I really uh, salute their effort uh, there's a lot of brands that are doing uh, that are doing things but, but for me um, like same I need to I need to, find, I need to find a way in North America so entering 2021 I am not writing for a closing uh, company okay naked yeah I will be kind of naked <laughs> <laughs> And that, and that's not to point the finger at anybody. It's just that I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying something. And uh, and same, there there, will, there will be a cool thing coming during the year. I don't know when exactly because it's a, it's a it's a big, uh, it's a big journey <laughs> that I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and we will see how that goes.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a tricky one, isn't it? There's so many little areas when you start digging into it, it gets more and more complicated.
1: Totally. And it's, uh, you know, of course, at the end of the day, everybody needs to, everybody needs to live and everybody needs to to feed themselves and their family. But then, uh, but I think we can still do it by making all these choices. And of course, sometimes it's a risk, but I think we need to, we need to take the risk. We need to do it. And I think brands, also brands, like, just, just uh, think about that. Like, I don't think we can continue. I don't think we can continue much this way too much. You know, like we can't keep going this way, like marketing and like really all this nasty, or uh, nasty? I I don't know if that's actually the right word, but I think we need to readjust a little bit ourselves.
0: Yeah. yeah. Do you think it's possible for athletes to do more of what you're doing or is the the kind of setup that you have now with some income from into the NAR? I mean, that, I guess, helps you maybe take some sacrifice on the salary side to work with some of these smaller companies that are doing really good things.
1: Totally. So I think my, you know, my, my vision right now is a little bit also based on that, is that I have something else going on on the side. But it's, um, you know, everybody is on a different journey. Like, for example, there is some athletes, they are really trying right now. They are at the beginning of their career, or they are really trying to get there and uh and I don't think that there is anything more fulfilling and beautiful to actually make your passion your job mm-hmm. you know like it's it's actually such a right thing to be able to do that, so of course, I encourage all these people to to get there because right now that's that's what they are focusing on and and uh and there is nothing wrong with that really, you know, like even if it takes to travel the world everywhere and stuff like that i I really encourage these people to do that and just just fucking go for it. Take, take chances, just go for it. And at some point in their career, they might reflect and be a little bit more uh, open to things. And that's when they can make changes in their lives and, uh, and brands that they're going to work with and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, but yeah. it does need some people to start moving in that direction, I suppose. Like, exactly. And I and set I, a th- th- precedent.
1: Totally. And I think that's a little bit my, you know, the the point in my career where I'm like, okay, I, you know, like I've, I've done good results in my career. Now I have, have I've kind of established myself a little bit and I can, I'm in the point where I can actually go towards that and, and take the risk and, and go there, which is, which is a risk, but it's not, which is not really a risk because the way I feel right now with working with, with all these people, like I actually it's it's amazing. So I actually I actually enjoy some of this journey that it's uh like it's not gonna it's not gonna fail. <laughs> no,
0: for sure. It's, work hard enough and it and it will work out, right? Totally, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. I'm excited for you man. So are we gonna see between some tape in twenty twenty one, it sounds like we will.
1: You are probably gonna see me racing, uh for sure. I don't know, like I don't know what exactly. It, it's probably going to be some North America um, races uh, mm-hmm. for the for the most part. The same to kind of to kind of reduce a little bit my my carbon footprint. Am I going to jump in a plane? Of course, uh, but I, it, I'm going to try to stay for the main part here. I'm probably going to go to Europe at some point because I haven't seen my family for uh, almost two years now. So I'm going to yeah. try to link maybe a race a race or two, you know, with, with his strip to make it, uh, to make it a one thing. And, uh, but right now with all my new partners, I, I don't have, uh, like, I don't have any obligations in my, uh, in my schedule in, in terms okay. of, ra- in terms of racing. Yeah. So the racing part is a bonus basically.
0: Cool. And you said you earlier, you've got, uh, some unfinished business with Red Bull Hardline. So
1: exactly so that's another thing <laughs>
0: <laughs> time your europe trip with uh yeah. with hardline
1: exactly so that's uh yeah that's that's something that we are kind of uh, we are kind of talking about with with gg and i think they uh, they really like my uh my craziness in some ways <laughs> uh-huh. and they are really uh they really saw the progress also you know like in, during 2020 since we started to talk and everything they actually really saw the, the progression with all the, the stunts that I've been doing and all this kind of stuff. And, uh, and one of the things was like, we were kind of talking about it like a month ago and, and we are like, how? You know, they were really intrigued and they were like, how does this come from? How did you, you, this confidence started? And I think it's just, you know, like that just like stepping away from racing, doing all this kind of stuff Taking more time to eat jumps and things like that, but it's also like this, this confidence that this bike is bringing me. You know, like the more I ride the Gigi bike, and the more I feel confident, and the more I'm like, "Wow, this thing seems like endless. Like I can really push again and again and again. Like it's it's uh, it's really, yeah, it's it's kind of. I I really invite people. I think there's a few demo parks in the, in the states. I'm going to have a few bikes to demo here in Whistler. So if people book a session with me in 2021, they can actually demo a GG a GG bike okay. and uh, just just to try it out because I really invite people to to see how it feels because it's uh, it's again it's something it's a new material. Nobody really nobody really experienced that before and I really invite people to to try it out. It's it's really uh, it's really cool.
0: Cool. And would you ride hardline on a one sixty-five mil travel bike, or would you want something a little bit bigger? I'd want the biggest travel bike I could find. I think.
1: So they don't have a bigger bike. So if I go to line, I will race it with my uh, with my trail bike, with my enduro bike. Amazing. <laughs> I think the, f-
0: the first bike they ever made was a downhill bike. I think wasn't it? They started in, with an aluminium downhill bike many many moons ago.
1: Oh, I don't know actually. Like I've, I've seen so? a lot of their uh, of their older version. Of like the 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 enduro bike and all this kind of stuff, but I I haven't seen her. That's a good question. I'm going to ask Will.
0: Yeah, see if that. they'll knock you up a a special downhill bike. <laughs> you never know.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> cool. Well, it's been yeah, it's been really interesting finding out what you've been up to putting that program together, and I'm really excited to see how it goes. It's nice to see someone thinking a little bit differently, um, trying to push the environmental side as much as possible and get creative with kind of how they work with brands and how they kind of, yeah, totally. make their career work. So yeah, good on you, man. It's uh, it's really cool. And I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the output.
1: And again, if, if there is some people interested in like really knowing, you know, like the, the carbon footprints and all the research that we've, that we've done and what really, you know, made Gigi like kind of um, standing out like just reach out just reach out and i will post some stuff on uh, on social media and uh, i will really share a lot of uh, a lot of these these things that we that we've done and we uh yeah it, it was it was super in, in interesting for me to do that
0: nice one yeah it'd be cool to see it i'd be uh
1: be really interested to see totally. that yeah
0: good stuff all right thanks joe and appreciate your time and uh yeah all the best for what sounds like it's going to be a pretty exciting 2021
1: Yes, it's going to be really exciting and then uh, see you out there on uh, the good old internet and everywhere and let's send it big. (laughs)
0: excellent and i might even see you at hardline you never know
1: you might actually see we might see each other at hardline yes i really hope so if someone at red bull right now is listening to that i have some unfinished business and i want (laughs) to come back
0: (laughs) excellent good stuff all right cheers
1: thank you chris thank you so much take care bye-bye
0: Alright, that's it for this bonus episode with you i hope you've enjoyed listening don't forget the lovely crew at we are one are offering you 15 percent off all their awesome stock wheels and bars over at we one composites.com during january all you need to do is to use the code 2021 here we go at the checkout all the links you need are in the show notes for this episode over at downtimepodcast.com. while you're there hit subscribe join my mailing list and give me a follow on instagram and facebook where i'm at downtime podcast All right, there's going to be another awesome episode coming up soon, but until then, get out and ride.